Hello and welcome to I Am Geek, and this is episode 179. I'm Ryan, and I'm joined by my brother Chris and our good pal, Katrin. And tonight, we have another very special guest that we're excited to have with us. It is Chris from Crashbox Customs, and these things are cool. Crashbox Customs is really cool. It's like, uh, I'm into action figures. I've got a ton of them. He takes action figures to a whole nother level by designing basically scenes for them to, to, to be in. So they're not just sitting on the shelf, but there's all kinds of stuff. And he's going to tell you all about it. But quick, Chris, welcome. And another Chris. we got too many another Chris's Chris. on this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my parents blessed me by spelling mine with a K. So at least I can say I have a bunch of uh, trophies from my childhood that are spelled incorrectly that would fit perfectly <laughs> into your, your lives. Um, and I have at this point in my life given up on correcting people on how I spell my name. It's yeah. okay. Thank I you have, for having me tonight, guys. Yeah, thanks for being here. So we'll just call you Chris with a K for the rest. <laughs> hey, listen, I've been called worse. That's what, what I, I love is when I when I get an email, like a with a work email that they've obviously typed in my email address spelled correctly, and it's hello Chris C H R I. So oftentimes I'll I'll reply back and spell their name wrong on purpose just to see if they even. Know. <laughs> Well, it's like my last name. I've I've almost stopped correcting people because it's Catron, and we get Carton, or Catron, or Catron, or which I mean it's understandable, but it's like it's really easy because if you you know the word patron or matron, same word Catron, you know. But it but I just kind of given up on it. I thought it was Catron the whole time. Oh, I know, but you it's could, you could use, I mean Catron. You could say it's it's a, it's a Latin name, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I've gotten that Catron. too. <laughs> Well, I, I won't get into my the fiasco of a last name I have on my air, but it's uh, it's uh, brutally destroyed on the regular <laughs> to the point where I make telemarketers actually say it correctly before I hang up on them. <laughs> so. Well, ours is Street, and every time yeah. we say Ryan Street, they go, well, "How do you spell that?" And I'm like, "You know, like the road <laughs> you drive on." Oh, Street, yes. I, I was talking to someone one day. It, I don't remember what the situation was, but let's just say their name was Bill. Then some incredibly long, a lot more consonants and vowels in the name. And they're like, so it's Bill, B-I-L-L, Hammer, Schweitz, and Farsh, and Farsh. You spelled Bill for me, but you didn't spell your... B-I-L-L. Yeah, that's all. It's a confusing part. Well, Chris, thank you for joining us tonight. Talk to us. Tell us about what Crash Box Customs is all about so crashbox customs is, is display art for your collection so um it started out 2015 me just making a mess on the kitchen table with foam i had some friends that were doing some diorama stuff and, and i was like oh this is pretty neat get into this you know people kind of liked what we did first we started out doing like um backdrop pieces for transformers autobot and decepticon logos and it kind of spiraled from there into doing city scenes and whatnot um we moved from alabama to maryland back in 2017 and um just kind of from there spiraled out of control into the business it is today uh we worked with um it, it, at this point the, the business is my wife myself and my my oldest son um there's three of us that work on this uh side project <laughs> um you know in in 2020 being what it was uh i worked from home and um you know my wife's at home and my son <clears throat> is now at home with us too so um you know we 
we uh, have done work for, uh, for, for Mezco Toys, um, another toy company that uh, <laughs> doesn't really exist anymore, um, so we won't even mention their name. In there. <laughs> um, but it, it does not rhyme with Megalopolis. Um, and you know, we, we started last year doing the, like the, the mythic pieces, the mythic Legion stuff. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that toy line or not. Um, but it's been hugely popular last year and starting this year. And, uh, we've got, uh, you know, the set we've got up for pre-order right now is, uh, the complex, which is kind of a sci-fi ish facility place that that's, uh, been real popular. Um, we've done a lot of work for Mezco Toys. Like I said, we've done their show displays. Uh, we continue to work with some of their artists, uh, The Amazing in particular, um, coming up with ideas for some of the stuff that they're using for the promo pictures and whatnot. Um, so, you know, we've we've got uh, a lot of equipment. We've got two CNC routers, uh, an 80-watt laser cutter, uh, arsenal of 3D printers, um, and, um, you know, just... Trying to come up with new ideas, unique ideas, thinking outside the box um, to make people's collections come to life. And, um, you know, photography is another big part of of our uh, strategy is, is finding pieces that people can use to come up with really cool photos of their other action figures, which is a huge. I guess it's huge. It's huge to me. Um, huge thing online is people oh, yeah. doing toy photography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys fabricate everything there at your place. Or- right yeah so everything from you know the design to the material uh assembly uh, to you know paint everything's done here in house yeah the only thing that wasn't done in house is uh we we did some some uh a partnership with my action figure customs um which is a a company that uh produces uh, basically aftermarket parts for mythic legions figures and we did a set where they did some um, statues um, and they printed them and we've either sold them unpainted or, or my wife actually did a great job painting the ones that, that people requested that way. But yeah. So we do, we, everything's here in house. So for the ones on the website, like what size figures do they work best with? So everything we designed um, is for the, um, one twelfth to one tenth scale figure. So you think your Marvel Legends up to your <clears throat> like your NECA stuff. Okay. Um, in in that pocket, you know, Mezco one twelve collective, the Mythic Legions stuff, like your you know the new GI Joe stuff. Any anything like that is is um what that's designed for. And the complex said you could use even like three and three quarter figures. Um, you know, it's going to be a big place for them, but <laughs> it would definitely work. That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of them right now. Um, and then materials, you said it's mostly foam or? So we use a variety of materials. Um, the uh, big component of what we use is um, XPS foam, either the pink, uh, using some of the green stuff. It's mostly the foamular pink, the pink panther foam, a lot of people call it. <laughs> and um, we also use PVC sheeting. And uh, since we've got the laser cutter working now, we're using a lot of MDF and um, oh, acrylic. So it's a combination of materials. I'm going to ask, what, what kind of laser cutter do you have? <laughs> so it is a uh, it is called a black and red Chinese laser. Uh, it oh. technically has no name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's uh, there's a 
kind of an open source thing. Um, it's it's a very big machine. It's I don't know how big it is. It's it takes up a big spot in my garage. It's um probably the size of like two ovens next to each other. Oh wow! Um, yeah. It's an eighty watt laser, so um, it's cool. got I think it's a twenty four by twenty inch bed. You can cut out a lot of stuff with it. So right. learning curve has been pretty sharp on that. Um, <laughs> luckily, it, the software wise was pretty easily um, learnable from some of the other software we use, the other equipment. But you know, the nuts and bolts literally of this machine has been a little challenging. Um, my wife is the is the <laughs> she's our uh, technical wizard around here. So if something breaks, she's the one that fixes it. <laughs> I just run around screaming like a chicken with my head cut off. So. I had to ask because we, uh, me and my wife, not too long ago, got a Glowforge. Uh, Man, we looked, we looked at the Glowforge, and we really, I mean, we we had Glowforge in the cart, ready mm-hmm. to check out. <laughs> and the reason we went with the other laser was this the size bed that you could get with it, mm-hmm. and the we were pretty confident based on our dealings with the CNC machines that we would be able to figure out any issues there were. And we, and, and we have say, I, and I say we loosely uh, <laughs> because my wife does a lot of that stuff. Do you like your glow forward? We like it a lot. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been really nice. It's um, we just kind of been doing like little things like ornaments and various mm-hmm. things. We were just started really getting going on it and really start to explore what we can do with it um but it's it's really nice yeah we haven't had any problems with it um and there's a big community yeah uh, surrounding glowforge so if there is any questions it's easy to kind of they should use that review for their website <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. nice yeah it's really nice it is it's really nice i don't know it's a laser it's cool yeah it's hot actually I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna attach a shark to it's, it it's really hot actually we're I burned my arm today, actually, oh, oh, and I burned gosh. my finger. The other. Yeah, I'm I'm really good at that. So. <laughs> so when you go for like for the complex, for example, mm-hmm. uh, when you start out, okay, th- thinking of what's your next product to put on your website, like, can you take us sort of through your thought process, like how you come up with, okay, if we're going to do a sci-fi, this is what it's going to look like, and this is what we're going to base it on, because uh, I'm guessing you have to sort of keep it unless you're working for a company, you sort of have to keep it generic and out of your own brain. So you don't have to worry about star or Disney or star you Wars. You want or, to be used by a bunch yeah. of different. Things. Well, yeah. So we, you know, the first thing I have to think about is when we first started doing this in the volume we're doing. So I'll just, I'll just start at the beginning of last year. Um, we did toy fair from Esco, which was, Five dioramas in, oh gosh, I think we had them done in less than 30 days. I mean, these, I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're basically the, the three, and they were 360 finished, all of them. There was no hiding anything. They were towers, <laughs> all of them, and except one was a cave with a gold pile on top of it. Um, but right as that, you know, was ending, uh, as I, and I actually got to go to Toy Fair. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it was a really fun experience. Um, literally, as soon as that was over, the world stopped, yeah. you know. So last year, I mean, or let me back up, 2019, 
a big chunk of our business came from doing convention shows, stuff for, for conventions, right? Uh, for, for them. And I'm like, well, we're going to have to modify our business model this year because that business isn't going to be here. So I, we had done earlier in the year, we had also done that something for, for uh, Megalopolis. Uh, it was the um, uh, Mythic Hall. It was this is great big Mythic piece. Well, it was the predecessor to Mythic Pieces. It's this huge piece with the windows and doors and the arches and everything. And, um, you know, I posted it and did a video on it. And I had a lot of people say, hey, are you going to, how much is this if I want to buy this? And I told them the price. And it was considerable because <laughs> it's a huge <laughs> thing. And I had, I had several people like, well, if you ever decide to sell some a smaller version of this, a broken down version. And I've always said in my head that, you know, if we could make a, a modular diorama system where you buy whichever pieces you want and use them however you want. I don't want to tell you how to play with your toys. I like to say that to people <laughs> about diorama. <laughs> and so I designed the the window piece. Um, that was the first piece we put out. It's just it's the window, and it's got these nice pillars on them with these spirals at the top. Um, designed it, um, sent sent them to the amazing. He you know used him in his photography, which is the best advertising in the world. And uh, you know we put up an order just like through Instagram, and we got out of hand real quick. I don't remember how many of those we did. I cut off the orders at one point in time and then I had to open them back up. At that point, we decided we're going to do the website because I was literally just sending Instagram messages all day. It was crazy. Um, but from a design standpoint, you know, I have to look at something like, okay, how many pieces is this going to be? Is it how, you know, price wise, how can I price this where it's affordable for people and we can push it out at volume? So when I sit down to design something, I'm telling you all that to say, now I have to think about. Okay, it took me this long to make this once. If I need to do this a hundred times, so I have to think and scale a lot more. So, like for the the set that's out now, the um, the complex. So, if you look at the piece that the door slides in, the airlock frame is what we call that. Mm -hmm. So you've got the piece of foam, you've got a great insert at the top, two panels at the top, one of which is customizable by the customer. Then you've got the four pieces of acrylic with wow. the honeycomb pattern and four pieces of trim that go in those holes wow. and four <laughs> magnets that go into it. And then there's the two pillars that go on that and there's four magnets in that. I lost the count there. There's a <laughs> lot of pieces in that. Yeah. So I have to think about, well, okay, we're going to do this on this machine, this on this machine. It's going to take this long to do. The honeycomb takes two hours to do 10 sets. Okay. I know that it takes, you know, this long on the router. To do this. So I'm trying to coordinate everything, figure out the best way to do it where it makes the most sense. I'm really into workflow. Like you do this and then this happens and this happens. So it doesn't get disturbed and we can have a quick thing. Because what something we really pride ourselves on is, is, is a quick turnaround. Um, if you order something from us, the most you're going to wait is like, 60 days and that's rare that is pushed out that far we normally try to push stuff out in 30 days wow. and i don't know if you guys have ever ordered custom anything from anybody yeah. you don't get yeah. it that quick yeah yeah it's yeah. um there's been a lot of bad apples in the diorama industry i'll say that have either taken people's money and disappeared or taken people's work orders and vanished and you know, into thin air. And those, a lot of the time I know about that is because people, hey, you know, do you know so-and-so? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know him. I know who he is. Well, you know, I gave him $400 two years ago and he's not returned my message. Oh, so I don't want to be that guy. It sounds like the, the, um, lightsaber industry. (laughs) Everybody wants to go through. What is the one? I can't remember. Ultra saber. Yeah. The the one that shall not be named because they're so horrible at customer (laughs) service. Is, is that the one that's like, if you order from their website, you'll never get it. But if you order through their Etsy store, you'll get it. Probably. I, I know, know one of them's. I, I ordered, <laughs> before I knew about them, I ordered a lightsaber from them. And because it was like when the pandemic started and I was like, I want something to do. So I ordered some that we could just beat up in the backyard and just have fun with. Sure. And uh, they're like, it, it, they promised like three to four weeks or something. And, and the company's literally like 15 minutes down the road from me. I didn't get the lightsabers until six months later or something wow. like that. Something crazy like that. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't like, I don't like doing that to people. You know, yeah. if, if it's something that's like, look, it's going to be six months before you get this. I want to be able to tell you that up front. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to have exactly. to keep pushing away. It's, and it's, it's almost an epidemic in the custom figure arena where that happens. You know, I know so many people that do custom stuff that are six, eight, 12 months behind. And at a certain point, you know, that's got to get just so, and they're still taking orders. Yeah. And people are still giving them money. <laughs> and I'm guilty of it too. That I'll just like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll get, I'll get it when I get it. But I'm of that mindset too, or, you know, I understand it's custom work and it's going to take you a lot, a lot yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do, cause I do the, the Kyber crystals. So I'll do a run at a time, like a limit. I do them limited edition, and I'm like, here's the number. Once those are all sold, you know, I'm not making any more. So I'll do like, like last time I did a hundred, a smaller one. Man, what did I do? I mean, like three weeks or something. Well, and they knew that it was going to be. Yeah, I said this is how long, and then I got them to them. Right. Yeah, I don't like to. I'd rather, I think I, I said it would take six weeks, but I got them to them in like three weeks. And then they're like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, They'll set yeah. the bar too high. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, cool. So what, what's some of your favorites that you've done over the years? Oh man, the Popeye doc. Um, oh, cool. I like the Popeye doc a lot. So we, it was the first thing we did for Mezco is SDCC 2019. We did, they wanted individual bases for 37 figures and we had, I think 45 days to do it. Um, that was the first time I really tested the, <laughs> tested the, 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 the capacity of, of our, our, the router we had at the time we've bought it. We have two now. Um, but that was a hectic, I was a, cause I was, you know, working at the time still and traveling for work and, no, I'm working, you know, cut stuff out and tell my wife, all right, this is what needs to get painted this way. Um, and the Popeye Bluto set that's come out since then uh, was the one that honestly was one of the last ones I did. And it was like I struggled with what to do. I was having the hardest time. And I finally found some inspiration pictures online and like, all right, we're going to do this. And they loved it. And everybody loved it. Okay. I want to flip it backwards and sell it. So, done two production <laughs> runs on that. I like that piece a lot. I like um like the doors we did for the mythic pieces set, which, um, gosh, I think we did like 115 sets of those doors. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, it, it's so cool just to see that everywhere. And, and there's a lot of, <clears throat> I'd say almost iconic shots have been D amazing. Did the Nosferatu pictures for Mezco with it. Actually got one of those pictures framed in my basement here. Um, just a silhouette shot. I like, um, you know, some of the stuff we did for Mezco, like the, um, the uh, New York Comic Con 2019, we did a, a four foot wide uh, DC set that was like rooftops. And then we did the, uh, like a city street destroyed scene for the Marvel stuff. Oh. I really like hmm. those as well. Um, you know, the gold pile we did for uh, Toy Fair. I really like that. So. so there's a couple of people in the comments saying. <laughs> Realm. <laughs> There you go, man. So I've, I'm a I'm a proud uh, proud part of the Realm of Collectors group, which uh, I told them to come show out tonight in the nice. chat here. So um, that's Dust and, and Frogman here, a couple of our guys. Yeah. What's up, guys? I had to say it like that because there was like uh, no, you that's can't say it anywhere else. Five you sales you and can't say Realm. Yeah. Realm. Realm. Anyway, <laughs> you guys got it down pat. <laughs> yeah those music pieces i have i have a you probably can't see in the camera but behind me on top of my shelf i have a bunch of the uh lord of the rings um figures the cool okay. ones that uh, yeah. came out and it's the uh i think it's the one of the battle of helm's deep or something okay but it's got a bunch of the i think i bought every version of uh, the ring rates that they had, so they're on one side and they're at the big battle. I'm like, oh, those pieces would look cool with that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, those yeah. are some of my favorite figures ever made. I think those Lord of the Rings figures. They were That's just... the toy, the Toy Biz stuff. Yeah, I guess it's the ones that came out with the movies. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those are there's some nice, some nice pieces in there. I know the, the horses are very oh yeah coveted by the Mythic Legions crowd. Yeah, I've got a few of the horses. And the Nazgul and all kinds of stuff. But hard to see from the way back there on top of the shelf. Um, <laughs> as I'm moving my camera. So do you have any uh, dream builds that you haven't done that you've just always dreamt that this is what, this is sort of my holy grail, this is what I want to do? Man, I you know, the sky's really the limit. Uh, I don't I don't have anything in particular that I'm, you know, a dream build. Um, I I would ultimately like to to produce some vehicles. I don't know how, how exactly that will work, but that is an, part of the, the the 12 scale business that is uh, challenging for most people to find anything yeah. because it's either too little or too big, or the doors don't open, and you know you can shove a figure in there, but it doesn't quite look right. You know, your F-150 <laughs> looks like a Ford Ranger instead, right? So <laughs> that kind of stuff. So I ultimately I'd love to be able to figure out a way to, to do something like that. But, um, you know, uh, I, I love sci-fi stuff and, you know, maybe some more, uh, technical sci-fi pieces, maybe to go along with what we're already doing at the moment or, or maybe something completely different. So yeah, sky is the limit truly in what we, what we can do. Is there a brand that you like a brand that you want to work with? Oh man. Um, you know, working with, Working with Mezco has been really just the first time I worked for them. I'm like, well, where do we go from here? You know, yeah. so it's one of my favorite brands. I've got a ridiculous Mezco collection. Um, I think I bought everything they had that came out last year. I, I have at least one of. 
Um, you know, my stuff's been used for the Mythic Legions um, promo picks as well. Um, Trevor from uh, One Six Shooter did their promo picks and used some of the Mythic pieces. Um, that's really the companies that I, you know, I follow. Probably getting, you know, some official Star Wars something or another. Yeah. Or yeah. G.I. Joe would be yeah. really cool to be able to yeah. to, to do that. Um, I saw that yeah. from on your YouTube page. You, you have a bunch of um, G.I. Joe that you've, the new ones that you reviewed. Mm-hmm. Were you big? Were yeah. You, were you big in GI Joe when you were a kid? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had <laughs> the aircraft carrier. My brother and I had the aircraft carrier. We had uh, all, yeah. all the plane, everything. I mean, it was it was stupid how much we had. I, I have like the aircraft carrier upstairs right now in my son's room. <laughs> nice, nice. It takes up I, half of his room, but he loves it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need a but, bed. He's fine. Yeah, yeah he, can, he can. He can lay on there. But I've got all my old GI Joes, like uh, bags of them, and I've replaced all the the rubber bands inside, the <laughs> rings, uh, replaced them all because they were just all like gnarly and just they were hanging, you know, all their limbs are just hanging out. Um, so he's got all those. Yeah, I love GI Joe growing I, up. I hate that I got rid of mine. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, I had a shoebox of them, and I'd gotten to where uh, um, I didn't play with them as as. Um, uh, army guys i played with them as wrestlers <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well sergeant uh, slaughter i mean he was a gi joe well, yeah there was another guy that had a um he had a it's like a a center block on a stick that and, yeah. uh he had these big mm-hmm. muscles i can't think of his name right now but um <sighs> war pit not war pig um yeah, the helmet with the spikes i know who you're talking about he was one of the uh dreadnoughts that came out later yeah, in the line. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know and then there was the boxer guy that was the, i just saw him earlier too big boa big boa yeah. yeah that was the other one did you yeah. know that that was uh, they had initially um gone after a uh rocky balboa license oh wow <laughs> that was that was what they did with that mold because they, they already had the mold <laughs> they just slapped it funny a goofy head on it and rolled with it. There yeah, you go. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. was one of my, my son, he's, he's six years old. And one of the first things he's like, why did this guy have boxing gloves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did he use the bathroom with the boxing? Gloves? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He just has boxing gloves. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you said star Wars, uh, G.I. Joe, what is is that the sort of what you grew up, the action figures you grew up on? Uh, um, yeah, G.I. Joe, Transformers, you know, uh, Masters of the Universe. That was the stuff that I really, um, you know, played with as a kid. Um, those three lines really had probably the most impact um, a, as a child. So, yeah. Cool. And you were sort of like us. You just yeah, kept all your, mm-hmm. kept that up, I mean, with what you do. <laughs> Yeah, so I never really stopped collecting. I remember yeah. in high school, um, you know, Kenner Alien Predator stuff was coming out, and I was, you know, buying it. And um, yeah, I, I'm a big wrestling fan, so I, you know, collected uh, in my early 20s the Jack Pacific Bone Cruncher wrestlers. Yes, and, you know, had a ridiculous <laughs> amount of those at one point in time. And, yeah, it's always been always been something. I hop opted between different stuff over the years i had a pretty decent transformers masterpiece collection at one point and it's all i think i've got two pieces left from that um you know moved on to other things more along the lines of what lines up with uh <laughs> what i'm building which yeah. know, seems to be mostly the the uh the 12th scale stuff six inch stuff i'm right there with you i got my 
all my wrestling figures back there because I'm big into wrestling. So now we're just gonna talk about wrestling. So That's Adrian fine. and Chris, uh, you can go. We can talk about wrestling all night. Uh, so did you Actually, watch uh, Bash at the Beach or whatever it was for <laughs> AEW? Absolutely, I did. Kenta came out at the end. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. <laughs> Too bad Mox didn't sell that GTS any better. I know. That, I know. That now was... we're getting in the weeds. We better just stop. Yeah. We don't want to lose the crowd here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, like I'm a big. Probably Star Wars. Star Wars is my favorite movie or right. movies. And then Ghostbusters is right behind that. So I've got a ton of the Ghostbusters stuff. So when nice. the new stuff came out, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to buy that. It's like, come on. How <laughs> I many sets? There was like four sets of the Ghostbusters that came out. Like It seemed like within two years. Yeah. Between them changing licenses and then Mezco put out a set. And, you know, like Blitzway did the six scale stuff. And, geez, that's a lot of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I started getting into um because yeah i mean just just like my brother and everything he he got all the gi joe stuff i got all the ninja turtle stuff uh but still just collecting stuff and everything and then like when i was uh i got to go to comic-con quite a few years and the bluefin line of toys if you know those uh, yeah um, like i i really started getting into those and like just because like you know Dragon Ball Z. Oh boy, Dragon like Ball that. Z. Yeah, and just just the, the articulation you could get with some with with their stuff is just amazing to me. So yeah, the SHPR stuff is 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 pretty yeah, the good. SHPR, yeah, I always got to see Bluefin. Bluefin always has a big big booth there that I just like went and just like okay, I want that. I want that. <laughs> right. Isn't it isn't thing. it funny though how. The the toys now that are, um, like you said, articulated and stuff. The, the ones that look good, basically, they're designed for people like us, and it's not for kids anymore. It seems like <laughs> whenever I go to like a toy store to be like, let's look at stuff. The people that are walking down the aisles are people like me. It's not little kids. Yeah, you always give them that shifty yeah. side eye look. Like, what have you found that I haven't found? Yeah, yeah. Or you meet interesting characters. Standing out in front of a Target, waiting on it to open the box yeah. to try to buy one of the Vipers or whatever. Yeah. At least Brian and Adrian, they have kids they can take with them. I don't. <laughs> I'm just kind of like there my by myself in the aisle. Yeah, I'm here oh, for my, the kids. Listen, my, my kids, my kids don't care about toys. They, all, all they play is video games, Roblox, and Minecraft. So my well, my oldest my oldest does somewhat. I mean he he knows what's going on and. He collects some Marvel Legends, Spider-Man stuff, mm-hmm. but my my other two don't care about toys at all. <laughs> so and I'm and I'm I'm back from Target by the time they get it a bit anyway. <laughs> Is there a toy that you had when you were a kid that you wish you still had? Hmm. Probably my Silver Hawks. Oh, cool! Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they didn't. They just didn't age well. Yeah. They, you know, that fact metal stuff was so cool, but I remember getting a scratch on one of them and I'm like, oh man, now he's got a scratch and that's all I'm going to see. <laughs> um, was just, those were, those were cool toys, but you know, the, the thing, the thing about the world we live in now is anything is available. Yeah. I mean, if you want some obscure Canada only release of some uh, toy line, nobody remembers, you're going to find it on eBay if you look hard enough yeah you can find you can even find like the 
the sculpts of the figures. It's just crazy. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, this sculpt of the figure was found in the back of this warehouse, and now we're selling it for like ten thousand dollars. Blah blah blah. It's just like really. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. My wife collects this. Uh, you guys, I'm sure, are familiar with Sanrio. The company makes Hello Kitty. Yeah. Um, she had this. There was a character that they've since retired named Zashi Kabuda. Mm. This pig. And she has found things you would have never imagined people would have guessed stationary. <laughs> silliest little book. But she she had a lot of this as a as a kid because there was a Sanrio store in the town she grew up in and the mall and they'd go and you know you could buy pencils and erasers and all that. If you've ever been to a Sanrio store, you know the vibe. Um but she's found and she's she's figured out ways to buy stuff from countries using brokers and all of them like what <laughs> it's crazy but yeah you, you can you can buy any like the word grail off and say to people i don't know that there are grails anymore and, and collecting it's just having enough money to buy it that's true uh, oh, uh, you know yeah. the only grail I've, I've heard of that i think was truly a grail is a, a a friend of mine uh recently went to japan and i've never been to japan but you know there's a toy district like you go in these toy stores mm -hmm. and there's just piles and piles. Of, and he found this thing that was unobtainable for like uh, basically, you know, a little bit more than what retail would have been years ago. Um, and he bought it and that was a grail to him. But people, people are like, Oh, this is my grail. Like, well, that just came out at retail. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what that word means. <laughs> you know, the future or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my future, it's my future grail. In 20 years, it's going to be worth a lot. And yeah, exactly. It's not because when episode one came out, I bought every Star Wars thing that came out. Guess what? Oh, brother, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sitting in a they box over here. They didn't even hold their value. So. No. Yeah, no. Those $5 figures aren't worth $4. I know. Yeah, not even that probably. No. It's like <laughs> taking a game into GameStop. They give you three bucks for it. <laughs> Yeah, just buy the stock instead. Yeah, <laughs> or you you would have been alright for that week. He did buy every Jar Jar you ever came across, though. So well, I, I thought know. he was going to be the Your next fault. Darth Vader. You know, no. <laughs> Everybody's going to love him. Well, since you're a Star Wars fan, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, I do have a pretty obscure collection, Star Wars wise. I think I have over thirty Constable Zuvio figures. Uh, why? <laughs> why not why not i mean <laughs> at one point it was they were literally like three dollars a piece places yeah and i'd go into some of the facebook groups and be like i'll buy your constable zubios for five dollars <laughs> shipped and people sold them to me um <laughs> i have one in the package and it's completely beat but i'm thinking about sending away to get it graded just because it's so ridiculous um <laughs> But then he shows up in the Mandalorian, and you know maybe those are worth more than three dollars a piece now. Maybe so. Well, if you own all of them, then yeah, it's <laughs> worth more, right? I'm going to corner the market on Zuvios. <laughs> I'm sure there's only four hundred thousand of them in the world. I've got a, a mispackaged. Um, it's C-3PO, but it's Anakin's package. And I was like, oh man, this is cool. And I showed it to somebody like a collector person. They're like, "Yeah, it's not worth anything." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, it's cool to me." <laughs> right. Hey, if you like it, you win, right? Yeah. yeah. C3PO and the, it's, you know, it's cool. It's because Anakin's the one that made him. You know, so it's in Anakin's package. What you did there, yeah. Pretty cool. Anyway, 
I don't know. That's just me. So what else do you geek out about? We like to ask people, you know, besides, obviously you geek out about all this cool stuff. Is there something else that just like you geek out about that you would I don't like to talk about? Oh, man. Um, so I geek out about tools a lot more than I used to. <laughs> my friends, some of my friends often joke that this is my collection room will just become one big workshop. Which I guess it's kind of happening, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I like to I like to learn how to do new stuff. Like I've taught myself um, <clears throat> poorly how to use uh, Fusion 360 and poorly how to use Illustrator. Basically, out of, of a necessity to be able to do some things myself. Um, I, I what I'm geeking out on recently. There's a show on on uh, on Amazon, and I feel like a a, a lousy a lousy preacher because I feel like I tell everybody about this and nobody <laughs> ever seems to bite. But there's a show on. It's on um, um, Amazon. It's called The Expanse. Um, it is a, it is a sci-fi show. It's set about um, two three hundred years in the future. It nails the science without being nerdy. Sorry, any Star Trek fans in the in the. In the <laughs> I just can't deal with the amount of nerdiness with Star Trek. But but The Expanse just really hits hits a home run. They just wrapped up the fifth season. Um, it's a phenomenal show. Uh, it's based on a, some books. I've been reading the books. I sent my dad one of the books down at the, uh, the, uh, uh, what do they call the, uh, where are they at? The RV, uh, RV park. Oh, it's, it's, uh, like the, the the convent, the, what are they? I'm kidding. It's not (laughs) the, uh, and it's not a trailer park either. I'm kidding. It's at the RV, the RV camp. Uh, I said my, my dad loves to read. So I sent him one of the books. So, Uh um, that's something I'm really geeking out on lately. To check it out. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't tried it out, but I have heard that that's a good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I started it over um, this week uh, since the season five wrapped up. So some incredible acting just in the special effects. It's they do a lot of practical effects. And I get ideas from stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like uh, I like Adam Savage a lot. I watch Tested yeah. a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And part of the reason I got into the expanse the way I did is he he had done some on set stuff a while back. Oh, some cool. of the ways that they were building, do, doing some of the some of the tech looking stuff. Like they all have these light up boots, and the light up boots are a uh, eleven dollar light out of a slap bracelet that they bought a ton of instead of having <laughs> to wire batteries up to these people. Oh, that's cool. Just so silly, silly little things like that. So yeah, I mean. Um, I pretty much keep busy with, with the hobby and, um, you know, the business side of things and that's really it. You know, I don't, I'm not in the, I don't, I don't hunt. I don't fish. I don't golf. We hunt. We just hunt for action figures. Well, we hunt for action figures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I used to be in the cars, but now it's just, the car seems to just be point A to point B kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and I watch, I watch, I watch a lot of silly TV. I watch a lot of just dumb sitcoms like The Goldbergs and crap like that. Uh, uh, you it, know, you know, it's it's a uh, little known fact. Ryan uh, was is basically Barry. Oh, no, <laughs> Yeah, he, Barry he has was. one shirt that look that's the same shirt that I wore when I was a kid, and now I'm Barry all of a sudden. No, it's 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 not just that. You got you got some professional pictures taken at the mall one time. <laughs> <laughs> like there, oh. there's there's various storylines and like i'm pretty sure ryan did that 
Does that make you Adam then? No, he's like. Well, I mean, I'm in. The, I I did go into the movie business, so yeah. I, there you uh, go. I guess so. Oh. We don't have a middle brother. You do have that patron. lazy eye. I don't. I do have the. I mean. No, you do. <laughs> um, you guys aren't from outside of Philly, are you? No, Tennessee. 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 <laughs> I'm in Texas. Well, we're well. Two of us we're are Texas, Texas now. Which is? We grew up in Tennessee. Which part of Tennessee? Yeah, uh, Johnson City. Oh man, met at a truck stop in Johnson City, Tennessee. Although I don't think there's a truck stop in Johnson City. I used to work in Johnson City. Oh really? I had a job one time. So I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, okay. Um, the Rocket City. Yes. You didn't know that. Um, and I I worked for I I I, I joke that I I used to be in the film industry myself. As I was in the video rental industry, but it's still <laughs> the film industry. Okay, true. let's keep it keep it straight here, folks. I, I I was I worked at a movie theater, so I mean that was definitely you were you've been in the film industry several times. But yeah. um, <laughs> I I at one point was was a uh, district manager for a video chain. I was based out of Knoxville, and I covered from Crossville all the way to Johnson City. Um, it was those silly little video stores that were inside of WalMarts blowout oh, video yeah. yeah the company i worked for had purchased them boy that was a cluster truck if i've ever driven one. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so that was the time i spent in johnson city tennessee there you go <laughs> i'm actually from maryville and i live in memphis now but okay we all I, met in uh, johnson city i used to uh i used to work a job where i was in memphis a lot so i've covered the bases a lot in the south up and down running the roads for different jobs i've had over the years yeah all right let's see i have i have two kids that don't let me sleep at night so oh and ryan also runs like barry i know no (laughs) i do not run like it's like a modified naruto run i actually run really fast like barry (laughs) no i don't swing my arms around (laughs) You guys ever smashed great. fruit at the Seven Eleven or no? It was, it was I've actually been to. Pepper. I've been to Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. It's ah, a real place. Yeah, it is a real place. Yeah. I've never been to Jenkintown, so I don't know how it could be based on me. How did this turn into let's bash Ryan the whole time? <laughs> no, not. There's going to be a lot of editing in this in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> only bash me, so um, turn about fair play. So. We never bash you. <laughs> okay. <No>. Never. <laughs> you just make oh, fun you do of that me. to your Ra- that random to question. You. Have I you been have you been watching uh WandaVision? I I have, yep. I'm completely caught up on WandaVision. I'm looking forward to watching episode five. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's been a uh it's been a uh an interesting ride. I've enjoyed it. I know lots of people have been just super confused about the whole thing. Um, but you know, that's something my, my wife and my oldest son and I sit down and watch together, um, every week. <laughs> he, my, my son, he doesn't collect them quite as much as he used to, but he still keeps up with the Funko pop uh-huh. game, so oh, to yeah. speak. <laughs> and he keeps every week. He's like, I just got spoiled. I'm like, spoiled for what? WandaVision. What now? Oh, there's a pop. Quit looking at the pop. <laughs> you want to be spoiled. I know nowadays you have to like when the Mandalorian was, was 
you know, the, the season two started in season one. It's like, if you don't watch it right the moment it comes on. Mm-hmm. And if you get online at all the next morning, it's spoiled for you. So I, yeah. So that's something that my wife and I watched that together, but I, I told her, it's like, as soon as I wake up on Friday, I'm watching it and I'll watch it with you again later. Cause I always watch it two or three times anyway, because I, you know, First thing in the morning, you check your phone, like, nope, 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 yep. nope. Go watch The Mandalorian. Get your coffee, watch The Mandalorian, and then look at people complaining. <laughs> That's the bad thing about us doing the podcast on Thursday nights is because after this, I'll edit it and get it all ready. And then I'll look at the time, and I'll be like, it's just hmm. a couple hours. I should just stay up and watch <laughs> so it doesn't get spoiled for me. And then it's what like time is that West Coast midnight. So it's yeah. like two two a.m. here, and I'm like, eh, you know, it's not too bad. Two a.m. <laughs> so I'll use yeah, it. So I'll try um, tonight. Who knows? I may be watching Wandavision at two a.m. because I, I loved it from episode one. I was hooked episode one. I was like, this is. I'm getting off off the trails here, but I was just like, this is this show's going to be cool. I mean, it's just so outside the box. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. people Fair. that don't. I think some people were expecting it to be more of the uh, what Marvel has been for the past 10 years. And it's not, you know, now they're tying it around where it's going to make hopefully sense. But um, and I've I've enjoyed it as well. Uh, And uh, it's nice to see Elizabeth Olsen kind of spread her wings a little bit. She's not really, you know, done a lot in the MCU other than just be sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty tragic life so far. We've known her as. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if, there, if if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, put them in the. Uh, oh, something popped up. Two a.m. Yeah, put them in the the thing. <laughs> uh, so I screamed out Realm earlier. What exactly is Realm? So. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Well, yeah. What did I scream? <laughs> did he somehow join some cult we were talking about earlier? <laughs> well. Um, Listen, all I need you to do is find four people to put underneath you, um, and then we can all start making money here. <laughs> you, you guys interested in a new way to make money while you're working from home? Yeah. It, yeah, so it's 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 not a pyramid. It's more like a rhombus because there's like four of us at the top. Um, no, the Realm of Collectors is a group of like-minded uh, collectors. We have a Facebook group, Realm of Collectors. Uh, it's not a huge group. I think there's like 2,500 people in there. Um, we don't or anything in there we have a separate buy sell trade group um but it's you know it started out with just a couple people and you know we do we have a we have a channel on youtube here around my collectors we have uh a show using the same you know youtube format live show we do a live show on mondays uh enter the realm on mondays uh then we do there's a breaking the mold is on tuesdays on wednesdays we have either one of one of two shows Figa Banging, which is a, a live review show, unlike anything you've ever seen. And, and the opposite week, there's a show called Shelf Gravy, which uh, some more diorama artists that we have in our group, Chan uh, and JD, they they do something either custom figure or diorama related, and they like paint, you know, uh, paint something up or build something. Um, and Friday we have the uh, nerd life syndicate show and then we have other hangouts and stuff peppered throughout the week so it started out just some friends kind of getting together online and and then it became meetups um it started out based around the transformers hobby really 
So uh, there's an unofficial Transformers convention every year called TFCon. It has been routinely in Chicago. It's actually a Canadian convention, but then they've they've done one in Chicago and they do one in like DC. Um, and it kind of bounced back and forth between those. Um, COVID obviously happened. Yeah. So nothing happened last year, but we normally have a, you know, we've kind of rebranded it the International Realm of Collectors Meetup. So it's the IROC Meetup because we had people literally from all over the world would come to this. Yeah, they're coming for the convention, but they're coming to hang out, coming to meet people in person, build relationships. The majority of the friends I have online, I've met through the Realm of Collectors. That's cool. I moved to Maryland based on friendships I had that were within arm's reach of, um, you know, where I, where we decided to live based on the friends I made in that group. Oh, that's cool. You know, as we get older and you guys know this, you know, you can't talk to people you work with about, dude, did you see those new Batman figures? Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe one guy you find in it or something that's into that, but the majority of people are like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> So, oh, I get it. Like I'm a, I, we moved to Houston for my wife's job. So I sort of just became the stay at home dad because we fun. had two little ones. And so like all my neighbors, like none of them are into anything that I'm in. So they're sure. like, so what you do? And I tell them stuff. Oh, podcast. Huh? Yeah. Oh, you like star Wars. Okay. Um, you want to talk about football? I'm like, eh, not really. Okay. We'll see you later. You so, know, it's funny. I, I don't, I don't watch sports at all. Yeah. Like, occasionally I'll watch something if it just happens to be on. I couldn't tell you last time I speaked out of sports yeah. other than wrestling. Oh yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, when I used to like, I don't, even when I'm, it is normal times. My job doesn't require, I don't go to a office. I don't interact with, Hey Bob, how's it going? You know? Oh, oh, I see the water cooler guy. You know, I don't, I don't have to do that. <laughs> so those are conversations about, Oh, did you see the game last night? No, no. <laughs> oh, did you see the NASCAR? No, I don't. I don't know who. No, I don't know who won the Heisman Trophy. I'm sorry, I just don't keep up with it. You're like, yeah, I watched Battle Bus last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I watched this YouTube video about these guys uh, using nothing but uh, primitive tools to dig a pond. <laughs> really neat, you know. I was, so my next question is, uh, how much is it for me to join Realm? Where do I sign up? And, uh, you know, is it all up front or can I do payments? <laughs> so, so we have we have a we have a payment plan. Uh, my, my guy, Dustin, we have a big joke where he does uh, for a limited time only. <laughs> Easy pay. Forty two payments of forty nine ninety nine. You know, um, no, it's, it's it doesn't cost anything. So yeah. just the group is right. It's the Realm of Collectors. Um, um, there One of my associates here would drop that in the chat here. We can have the link right there. Um, is it how many? If I if I'm looking it up or somebody's googling it, how many L's and how many M's do I have to type? <laughs> it's it's not. It's just the word around. Um, flex yeah. pay. There we flex, go. That's the flex pay. <laughs> we have we have a good butler for a week. That's all. It's it's, a, it's yeah. a, just a slight hazing process. <laughs> I mean, this yeah, is right up my. This is right up my alley. This is like I. I'm definitely going to look this up, and uh, you definitely should. We have a good yeah. time. We have a good time on the shows, and um, we have a good time, you know, in the groups. And and some of the guys are actually there's a small toy show in uh, New Jersey this weekend, and a lot of us are based in the Northeast ish area. Um, so 
they're they're trying the first, I guess, masked COVID protocol kind of meetup this weekend at the Wayne Toy Show in lovely Wayne, New Jersey, at the PAL PAL Center uh, this Saturday, the I guess the sixth. Uh, it's a bit too far for me to drive in one day, so um, I'll just tip my hat and tell everyone hello. Um, maybe next time we'll get together, but that's that's been it's been tough. I think you know. It's probably on a lot of communities, but our community was pretty heavy based on meetups and seeing each other. And you know, it's like, well, we haven't done that in so long. You know, here and there you'll see somebody. Uh, you know, one of my buddies, Jose from New York City, was he had come down to see his parents uh, or his mother, rather, rather not far from where we live. And he came up for the day. And it's like, this is so strange, man. It's such a different world. Yeah, it is. Because uh -huh. we were getting together like six, seven times a year. You know, as a group, five, six, eight, twelve, a hundred of us sometimes. Oh. Um, it's just that's been tough not being having that connection, you know. But at least we have this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And yeah. Think about it. This yeah. had happened, you know, even ten years ago, we would have been squinting at people's pictures and fuzzy Nokia connection. <laughs> <laughs> it is where, yeah, I'm. I miss the uh, convention times of the year we're we're uh we do a convention called colin palooza and we'll go and do a live podcast and everything there here in houston and so they canceled it last year and they started advertising for it this year and i'm like i don't know if it's gonna happen yeah no they just canceled the rodeo so oh well the rodeo you might as well just shut I mean, down the, that, the whole state yeah, yeah. The rodeo was they announced it and now yesterday they canceled it so. oh man Thanks. Texas is closed. Texas is closed. <laughs> well, cool. Well, uh, I don't think there's any more questions except for realm, 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 realm. <laughs> there is a ring uh, dusted in there too. Is that ring? Yeah, yeah ring. That dust, dust is uh, is making jokes. So <laughs> it, was, it was originally before years years ago. It was called the Ring of Collectors. It was a wrestling based group. In in the first couple episodes of the podcast we did on in, we did into the realm. It's uh how many episodes we're on? It's we're over five years on that show. Um, Dust and I have been there since the beginning, and um, early on, I we both seemed to struggle with saying realm of collectors and kept saying ring of collectors, so it just kind of stuck as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, between I'll, that and the flex bay, so since you mentioned wrestling again, this we'll end on this. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time, and who do you think is the up-and-coming guy that's going to blow everybody away? Oh, man. My favorite wrestler of all time. You know, I ran a wrestling promotion. Oh, uh, cool. Well, for a while, down in Alabama, where I'm from. We've got to do another uh, hour on that. <laughs> well, we could. And I actually wrestled myself. Oh. oh. I actually have, I have, a, a, <laughs> I have a little shrine right around the corner here of our uh, championship belts and what was your and, name? Your wrestling well, it was, name? It was it was Chris Castle and I spelled it with a C because you know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know a, a favorite wrestler of all time. I mean, uh, it's hard for me to pick just one. Um, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> People have asked me this before. And I always get stuck on it. Um, <laughs> I always liked watching uh, Hibusa, you know, ja Japanese wrestler who. Uh -huh. Tragically broke his neck in the ring. Eddie Guerrero. I always liked Eddie Guerrero a lot. Um, I think those are kind of some gimmies. Um, as far as up-and-comers now, man, I look at 
I look at a lot of the guys in AEW because, God bless these guys in WWE, like uh, uh, Dijakovic, the guy that was in NXT, and now he's wearing a mask, acting like a moron on TV. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? That was a- <laughs> whoever decided to call somebody uh, slapjack. These would be just take it out the back. I think, and, and you know, I don't know what happened to Keith Lee. He's just vanished. But I look at, yeah. I look at. And I don't quite understand uh, the farm system or whatever they're doing in AEW. I guess it's Cody Rhodes School, but like um, uh, Jungle Boy, yeah. I think has a lot of potential. And did you know that he is Luke Perry of yeah. 90210's fame's son? Yeah, I did not know that till I watched what? the. Wow. I did not know that till I watched the "You Cannot Kill David Arquette" documentary. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, about him in in pro wrestling you get a lot of it when oh. he talks when jungle boy talks it's like okay yeah there it is there you it know is. i i didn't know but now that i know it i can't unsee it right. um there's a couple there's a couple other guys uh um brian pillman's son I think. oh yeah he tags with this other kid named that guy greet uh, the person that everybody calls jungle boy oh uh, the guy with the great hair yeah my wife like, oh my god his hair is great <laughs> um you know i think i think them growing homegrown stars over there in AEW is going to make yeah is going to make a huge difference um in, in the industry so I'm, I'm really enjoying watching what what those guys oh, yeah. are coming up with every week it's just they other their women's division needs a lot of work but yeah. you know other than that they've they're just putting on a great product and yeah. i'm really enjoying it as as a fan and as somebody who has seen the the dark side of the business, quite honestly, to see you know how how much good they seem to be doing for the business. Yeah, it's yeah. It, I let's just say AEW. I watched from I watched the whole thing. WWE now I just sort of fast forward through. I mean, I, I watch uh, Wrestle Talk as the guys I watch on YouTube, and they're. Uh, I think I think half of either half or three quarters of YouTube is is British. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. I love hearing British people talk, but um, I watch them pretty much every day, and they do they do decent recaps of everything. Yeah, yeah I've gotten where where you know like I only want to see certain spot like on, on SmackDown. I just want to see the Roman Reigns stuff just because it's yeah. interesting. It's really all I want to see of that. But unfortunately, there's no way to just do that. But well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I tried my hand at wrestling a little bit, but not as much as you. I did a, some a wrestling school. With Booker T, which was Father Time, which is funny, just I, like Booker T, yeah, because he's he, he's here in Houston. Sure, it was like a camp thing. I was mm-hmm. the only I was everybody in the camp camp was twenty years old and I was forty years old. Oh, so, did you throw up? No, like oh. I I outlasted a bunch of the twenty year olds, and really? they gave me the nickname Father Time. Nice, which was fun, and it was just a dream to run the rope, so that was fun to do. Uh, yeah. It, 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 uh, it, it all that hurts a lot more than people. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I can imagine <laughs> bumping at my age now. Just Jesus. Yeah. You know, my brother-in-law wrestled for a long time. He did the death match circuit. Oh, uh, and you can look him up. It's insane lame here on YouTube. <laughs> if you would like to see someone bleed. Um, he's actually making a comeback. Um, at forty years old, he's lost about a hundred pounds. Probably in the best shape he's been in a long time. So, check him out for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris, for uh, for joining us tonight. It's been fun. Yeah, no problem. It's a wrestling episode. I, I, I'm all about that. <laughs> In the comments, if you want a wrestling episode, 
we'll bring Chris back on and we'll talk wrestling and and my brother Chris can just take a nap well, or something. I, there's there's it it gets to be too many Chris's in, <laughs> in here. So like I'm willing to step back for an episode. There you go. Such a sweet um, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm I could talk just, wrestling just all day. Just for you, Barry. I mean Ryan. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I know where um, you live. I, I am on a <laughs> I am on another podcast, Nerd Rage Radio, with Bobby Skullface um, and Joe KW. It's a weekly podcast podcast. We don't do YouTube. Um, It's been dubbed a nerd lifestyle podcast. I I don't really know what that means, Um, but it's a lot of fun, too. And that's it's it's both of the shows are um, not for children. (laughs) Um, We don't censor ourselves at all. There's no mother truckers on those shows. But if you are uh, old enough to know better and still too young to care, you can uh, find find us on all those platforms. Cool. So um, your dad is in the comments. and uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it took him five years of me podcasting to find a show. <laughs> He's enjoying this a lot more than he expected, so that's good. Well, good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. So, Mr. Is it Pinkerton? That, yeah, well, the cat's out of the bag. So... so. <laughs> So it's, it's uh Pinkerton or you know Plinkerton, Pinkerstun. Um wow. we we've gotten it, everything. It, it doesn't look that difficult. So yeah. It's not, it's three syllables. So Mr. Mr. A... Pinkerton, you're welcome to to watch I am Geek every week. That's right. Yeah. But dad don't listen to my other podcast. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. They're they're a lot of fun. All the way around. Well, cool. Well, you're, I mean, Chris, you're welcome back anytime. If you want to come back and talk wrestling, if you want to talk, <laughs> whatever you want to talk, you're welcome to come back and just hang out with us. But right thank on, you man. again. Um, tell then, us where people can find you. Yeah, tell us where people can find you. Yeah, so Crashbox Customs all across the Fruited Plain. Shout out to Rigdies. Um, <laughs> and if you want to talk to me in particular, it's it's uh, Chris Pinkerton on on the Facebooks. If uh if you want to get down like that, but Crashbox Customs on Instagram um, and, and Facebook is where we do most of our business. Crashboxcustoms.com if you want to look at what we have currently available to order. And um, we also have some archives there, some other work we've done that may or may not make an appearance at some point. Cool. Thanks again for having me, guys. Oh, and check out the Realm. If we didn't talk about the Realm, the Realm of Collectors. <laughs> yeah. Realm of Collectors. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to give them, you know, all the money. Yeah. Pay your dues. Well, and listen, I need, I need your four people that we're going to put underneath. <laughs> well, and put four people two underneath. here. So I just need two, got two more. Kids. Uh-huh. Well, listen, those four people need four people. So make sure they're not all too, too close to you. Man. I don't want any overlapping oh. four people. Oh my gosh. I made this joke. We were at, right we were at uh, one of the conventions one year and I walked around to everybody that I know and I and I was asking them this question. Do you do you, do you have four you know four people? <laughs> Why? Like I'm setting up a network. Well, what are we and one of our one of our buddies, I won't say his name, but he was like in a in a real tizzy but he's like, Well what are we what what are we selling? Nothing yet. Nothing yet, Chuck. We're just setting up the network first. <laughs> and then we're gonna figure out how we're gonna take money from people. <laughs> so you have an idea shirt. and yeah. four people maybe you need to have eight people yeah. <laughs> but 
thank you thank you for having me guys this was this was a lot of fun it is past my bedtime yeah uh, but it was worth staying out to talk to you all right well thank you so much this has been episode 179 of i am geek and we will be talking with you next week <laughs>